This is a CNA podcast. Hello and welcome to Womankind, a new podcast on all things women. I'm Penelope Chan, editor of CNA Women. And I'm Hidaya Salama, CNA Women correspondent. Today we're asking, why do women find it so hard to ask for help? It's been a hot topic on LinkedIn for years, suggesting that whether or not you're open to help from others has an impact on career and business and your personal success. A popular podcast host, Elaine Fluker, has even coined a term for it, the I got it syndrome. You heard of that one, Hit? <laughs> okay, that phrase is certainly not new to me. I use it a lot myself, and I hear it often among friends and colleagues. Personally, I don't always mean it when I say it. Usually when I say, I've got it, what I really mean is, uh, I have no clue, but I'll figure it out. Why do you think that is? <laughs> okay, I blame Neo and Beyonce. Songs like Miss Independent and Independent Women, you know, they're like... Anthems, you know, it was anthems in my time, but I'm sure they are too now. I always found them empowering. But now I'm realising the pressure that they put on me to do everything by myself. Do you have that problem? You know, until we were talking about this, I didn't really think I had that problem. Mm. But I realise now that I do. I find it very difficult to ask <laughs> for help. When I was growing up, there was a lot of emphasis on being strong and independent, and I still identify with that today. And along the way, I began thinking that being strong and independent meant doing everything on your own and doing everything well mm. and perfectly. Because in my mind, who else can you rely on but yourself, right? Yeah, so is that really true though? You know, as social beings, surely we have, you know, if not many, at least one or two people we can rely on. Even if we find that we can't fully rely on others, at some point you have to realise you have no choice, right? If you take on every single thing 100%, something is bound to fall apart. Do you think that not being able to ask for help is a bigger problem for women? Mm, I don't think so, you know. In fact, you know Brene Brown? She's a research professor and she's got like all these popular books like Daring Greatly, The Gifts of Imperfection. So she reckons that men probably find it harder to ask for help because that requires, you know, vulnerability and men typically view that as weakness and something shameful. But I do think that women face unique challenges when it comes to this, like the roles we play. Mother, for example, is said to be nurturing, caregiving, selfless role. We tend to assume the helper role, right? In the family and in our relationships, you know, whether or not we want to, it just seems to come naturally. And so being the one to ask for help might not come naturally. Is this your experience, Penny? I feel that I'm so busy giving help, whether it's at work or at home, that I forget that I can and I should ask for help mm. too. I'm just so used to doing you know what I mean? Like for the longest time, I would cook our Sunday family dinners. And during those few hours that I was prepping for the meal, I would do every single thing on my own. I would wash 
all the ingredients, I would cut, I would prep, I would get everything ready, and then I would finally cook. And by that time, I would be so frazzled because I was literally doing everything in the kitchen on my own. And I realized that it wasn't until about two years ago that I figured, hey, I don't have to do it all on my own. Mm, So what led to this revelation, actually? How has not asking for help affected your life? Well, at home, I get stressed and I get frustrated because there is so much to do. There are so many people to take care of. There are so many little things that I need to be on top of. I need to be organized. I need to be a good planner and I need to act on things quickly. And... I feel that it is all on me to do it. Then it comes to a breaking point where I can't take it anymore and I lash out on my husband and my kids. And then he, being the voice of reason, will simply say very calmly, what do you need us to do? Just ask. And that's when I realised that actually I could have. I could have just said, hey, could you help me with this? Or... I think that I can't manage this part of this job and I just need a little help. And then I think at work, because I've worked in senior positions for many years, Mm. I've simply felt that I'm not entitled to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So instead of me asking for help, you know, I feel that I'm the one who should be helping my staff and my colleagues. And recently I've started to wonder... Perhaps if my career path would have been different if I had asked for help a bit more. Do you notice that about yourself, Penny, that maybe sometimes you're too proud to accept help, much less ask for it? For me, it's more about being too proud to ask for help rather than accepting it. I'm always happy and grateful to accept help, but I just can't ask for it. You know, the words just don't come out. It's it's there at the tip of my tongue and I'm thinking, okay, all I need to say is, excuse me, would you mind? Or excuse me, could you? But it just doesn't come. And I'll tell you a funny story about this, Kate. I was at the supermarket and there was a really good deal on chips. And you know, potato chips can be quite expensive, right? So I thought, whoa, it's a great deal, you know, and I'm going to get a few packs, right? Because the kids enjoy it too. But the problem with it was that the chips were too high on the shelf and I'm short. So I stood there looking at the shelves thinking, okay, maybe I could try tiptoeing and stretching out my arm no. as much as possible. <laughs> And maybe I could just get the tip of the bag of chips, you know, and then I could go to the cashier, right? But no, I mean, I was really just too short, okay, for the shelves. And I think the universe must have been trying to tell me something because just then, along walked these two tall strapping guys, okay, for whom the shelf was probably at their eye level. I could simply have stopped them. I could simply have said... Could you please just help me get these bags of chips down? But I didn't. I was just too proud to ask. And then I got a bit annoyed with them because I wondered why they didn't just ask if I needed help. (laughs) Which, of course, is the most ridiculous thing because how would they know, right? And then knowing that I was missing out on a good deal on those chips, I got annoyed with the supermarket (laughs) for making their products so unreachable and for placing them so high up on the shelf. 
Okay, that's actually really funny. How not asking for help led you, and I, I think it applies to other situations also. When people don't offer you the help without you asking, you're like annoyed. You know, you should know what. Why exactly. don't you offer? That's one. And then after that, you got annoyed with the supermarket. I cannot take it. <laughs> but I hear you. I get that way too. So that reminds me of a quote I read somewhere. Asking for help doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're wise. And I think that applies really well here. You know, you miss out on a lot, including good deals, when you don't ask for help. There are also a couple of good books on this whole subject that we're talking about today. The ones that I've read are Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu and Do Less, which I love, by Kate Northrup. And one of the lessons they teach is you have to look at the issue practically, right? When you don't ask for help, not only do you miss out on deals, you get burned out and your personal relationships suffer. The impact you want to make on the world is also greatly reduced. And this particular lesson I think addresses what we've been discussing about pride. We think we're doing everyone a favour by doing everything for them, right? And also we think only we know how to do things right. That's our ego talking, right? <laughs> we, need, we need to give others a chance to do things like chores the way they like to do it as long as it gets done by surrendering our need to be right. And, you know, you can tell I use these books as my Bible. <laughs> by surrendering our need to be right, we empower people around us with a chance to be independent. That's a cool way of thinking about it, actually. And yeah, definitely make time to read the books. <laughs> You know, the part about thinking that only we know how to do things right mm. is so true for me. It's the story of my life, I think. <laughs> that story I shared about not being able to ask for help when cooking for the family, it really all stemmed from thinking that only I could prep all the ingredients the right way, mm. only I could wash it perfectly, only mm. I could slice it as thinly as I wanted and then cook it all the right way and mm. perfectly and in the most delicious way possible. No one else could do it. Mm. And there was that sort of competition going on in my head where at every step of preparing this meal, week after week, I just thought I had to be the better cook. Mm. And if, say, I asked my helper to help wash and cut the broccoli, mm. somehow that would negate my efforts mm. in preparing a meal with love for my family. It took me a while to get out of my own head. Years, in fact. Mm. But you know what? When I did eventually see that this wasn't all about me, mm. I just became so much happier. Just preparing a meal, just regular cooking was just so much less stressful. Mm. So I took that as a lesson and I, what I try to do now is to apply that to other aspects of my life too. I really want to add that bit about you saying that, okay, if you were to pass some duties to other people, then it would mean like, oh, okay, you didn't really cook this meal yourself. Like, oh, uh, mommy didn't cook this. Mommy and auntie or whoever, lah, you know, cook this. I know that feeling. I used to think that, okay, it's my house. So I need to do all the house chores. I need to do all the cooking. Like, I should know how to do this and do this well. And you know what? If you feel that you are lacking in some way, mm. like if you were doing the cleaning and you missed a spot, mm or you were just too tired that day, you know, to 
make it to iron the clothes or clean the fans or even at work, you know, just finishing that one last task before the end of the day, you just feel so dejected and disappointed with yourself Mm. because in your mind, you had that picture of perfection Mm. and that picture of, I've done perfectly today. I've done everything that I want to do and I did it well. And when even one of these small things falls by the wayside or it falls apart in some way, it has such a big impact on our pride and our ego and our self-confidence. And I feel that really shouldn't be the case at all. Yeah, you know, the quest for perfection is a whole other episode that we probably don't have time to get into, but that's a very, very big topic. Actually, just now you were mentioning that, you know, you felt much happier after you realised, okay, you don't have to take the full responsibility for cooking or whatever. So I'm wondering, like, what other benefits can you think of or have you experienced simply by asking for help? When you let go of all these ego and pride issues, I feel it makes you a more balanced person. Mm. Your outlook starts to become less about you and you include the people around you in your assessment of things that you realise and you accept and you acknowledge that they have skills and they have Mm. insights to bring to the table and you could learn from them too. And that just adds to you becoming a better person and being able to have more positive relationships with others. Mm. So we've discussed quite a bit today. To round up, Hit, what action steps do you think women can take to start familiarising themselves with the idea of receiving help? Mm. Okay, for me, I think what's been really useful was communicating to my family members, my friends, and now my roommates, um, I tell them I'm, I have a bit of trouble asking for help. But I really need to, right? Because I'm, I'm getting quite burned out. And I tell them what areas they can help in. For example, I would talk to my brothers. Um, I would say, my brothers live with my parents. So I would tell my brothers, if there's any problem at home, try to solve it on your own first. If it's an emergency or you really think only I can help, you can contact me. It's not like I don't want to help. It's more like we said earlier, I want to empower them with the ability to do some things, you know, because if not, they will be relying on me too much. So this way, you tell them once and you give them a chance to do something for you and for other people instead of you having to repeat requests all the time, like, hey, guys, do this. Hey, guys, do that. And you don't want to sound like a nag also, so... Tell them one time, be quite detailed about it, and usually people understand. And uh, second is to just ask, like we said earlier, like the small things. Make it a practice to not be in your head about it all the time. Before that voice in your head starts saying nasty things, you ask. You need help zipping up your dress? Ask. You need help reaching the top shelf? Ask. Start with the little things. You know what? All the times I've asked for help, whether I've done so reluctantly or willingly, I've discovered that no one has ever said no. Mm. Nobody has ever looked at me and said, can't you do it yourself? Mm. Or you're on your own? Or no, I can't help you. I guess you could think about it this way. It makes people feel good to be able to help someone. I mean, you just imagine what it's like if we were in that position and somebody asked us for help. Mm. 
whether it's a small or a big thing, I always feel pretty good helping people. So I'm thinking, let's spread the happiness around. Let's just help each other and let's just ask for help. Yeah, that's true. Before we sign off, here are this week's words for womankind by Amanda Palmer, performer and best-selling author of The Art of Asking. Asking for help with shame says, you have the power over me. Asking with condescension says, I have the power over you. But asking for help with gratitude says, we have the power to help each other. Something to think about. And with that, I'm Hidaya. And I'm Penelope. And this has been the Womankind Podcast. That's the end of our very first episode of Womankind. We hope it gave you some useful new perspectives that you can learn from and apply in your own life. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have an idea for the podcast or a view on today's topic, or just want to share some feedback, do reach out to us. Details are in the show notes. 